Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show, a weekly podcast where artists and performers go to chat about nothing. Hosted by Canadian singer-songwriter Todd Donald. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Todd Donald Show. There's a couple more wonderful chats to bang out at you, and I couldn't be happier with the whole ride up to this point from my first podcast in January 08, hell, my first radio show two years before that even, all the way up till and including now. I went from being the only local air persona to being a mediocre needle in a beautiful haystack of Waterloo Region-based content. Thankfully, right at its forefront, though, is a newer podcast hosted by two hardworking, longtime local musicians and Kitchener-loving gents with a podcast called Kitchener Famous. I'd like to pass the the torch (laughs) as far as this very specific zone of content is concerned, but I wouldn't call what I have in this arena a torch. I'd say it's more like a, a wooden match. But I'd like to add my flame from that wooden match to the torch that Kitchener Famous is burning and send myself off with the second last combo, that being with Jesse and Jay right here on this episode. Enjoy it, my clowns. Please put your hands together for the fantastic musicians and podcasters in town you know and love, Jesse Weber and Jay Carrero. I want to say notes but i'm like talking to old friends here yeah so man like, fucking wing it i mean <laughs> i only make notes as like talking points not, okay. not like it's not like scripted or anything that's sort of how we do it eh like we've got our little bullet points yeah we do a bit of homework on the guests and stuff too so i mean right. jay does a lot of homework because i've got a kid so you're both doing a homework yeah, yeah i'm at home working and jay's doing homework <laughs> <laughs> how are you guys doing today I just finished my first gig of the summer. I, I played some guy's 70th birthday party, and uh, there was like five people there, but I was just so happy to be playing music. Yeah. Right now, you caught me at in a really good mood. I can't speak for Jay, and I just got home from a five-day vacation at a cottage. So Nice. So I'm doing really good. I haven't talked to Jay. This is the first time I've talked to Jay in like a week, and he took my spot at my job, so he's probably not in as good a mood as me. <laughs> well, yeah, I've come to the conclusion that you're not allowed to take vacation anymore, Jesse. Yeah. That's what it comes down to here. <laughs> no, I'm doing yeah. good, too. Yeah, it seems like there's always there's lots on the go. So, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm off right now just because I was working in the Arctic, and we're back in Ontario now. I have I have a couple weeks after this quarantine is over. Like we're quarantining until six days and twenty hours from now. Aren't you By fully vaxxed? Don't you have your full thing? Yeah, we were lucky. Joe Haven and everyone in it that opted to got both doses within a month. Wow. Uh, okay. In like January or February. And it was Moderna. Okay. Pretty it's not like a I don't know. It's 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 not some crud that they threw in the Arctic. It was like good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Arctic crud. There's nothing worse than that, especially yeah. when it comes to vaccines. <laughs> Who wants Arctic crud, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sounds like an energy drink. <laughs> yeah. Here's my Arctic crud right here. <laughs> Orange. I mean, crud, no, but like Arctic crud, right? It might have crab. It might have crab in it, though. Yeah. Lobster. Yeah. <laughs> But lobster. yeah, for me, <laughs> lobster crud. <laughs> this is our show. This is what we do a lot. We shouldn't, we shouldn't hijack Todd's show, man. It's all good. Um, I haven't like talked to you guys since I don't know the rich uncle a couple of years ago, almost. Yeah, I, I think I, dude, I think I saw you at, 
at Descendants actually, like right before you left. I think you were playing or you got up and I just remembered you playing and um I think I requested one of your own tunes before you left because I'm a huge fan of your first album, the the song with Loser, the Loser's yeah. Back or something like that. <laughs> it's not, I'm not even making like that's not a joke. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. That's a great album and a great song, man. That should be the podcast. Let's <laughs> yeah, we'll end there. <laughs> no, no, so no, no. <laughs> no, no, Jay, you, you, you misunderstood me. I I was thinking that we should make the podcast episode talking about how awesome I am. Yeah. yeah. Jay, what do you like about Todd? Well, I like his name. I like that he has two first names. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Todd and Don. Yeah. And they double as last names. Yeah. <laughs> they do, right? Donald Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie Toddman. <laughs> but I, I don't want people like writing my name like Donald T. Cause no, no, you don't want that. Yeah. No one wants that anymore. Good Fuck that guy. Point. I'm glad that you like my old stuff. I'm not a fan of anything that I've recorded up until like ever. But I think, I think we, I'm, I can't speak for Jay, but my, when I first started recording, I do not think that's a good representation of at all of what I'm doing now. I don't know if Jay, you're pretty, you're probably the same way, man. Like, I don't know, like what I'm doing now and what I did 12 years ago is not. So it's probably, and the other thing, man, is I might like your stuff, but you're always, well, we're always going to be our own worst critics, right? What I love about it is something you might hate about it. <laughs> To me, it, it sounded like there was a huge Beatles influence, and that's what I loved about your stuff. I appreciate that. It always means a lot coming from people I think of as talented musicians. I also have that thing where I just feel like I'm a hack at everything I do. Oh, okay. Me too. <laughs> well, Jay, you are. Well, but... I am a hack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take that, though, that what we call that sort of self-criticism or whatever and, and use it, I find, to yeah. you know make it better, right? So the fact that we're looking back, I, I, I agree with you guys when you kind of look back at the first kind of stuff you recorded and you look back at that and you can, what, what I think it is a telltale of is the fact that like you, you know how much better you've gotten or how much harder yeah. you've worked and styles have changed and, and your interests changed. So it is neat to look back at that stuff, but it's true. You know, you think of like, what if I recorded those songs today? Like, are they even... Or, or I've even got some, like, I don't think I'd even play that song again. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like, that, was a, that was a young well, Jay. <laughs> well, there, there's an interesting side to that because for some of the stuff I'm doing right now, there's uh, this production element that I really, I'm digging right now. And it, like, there's a new single coming out and blah, blah, blah. I won't, I won't talk about it. There's this production thing and it just sparked curiosity to what would one of these old songs that sort of fits the genre I'm sort of digging what would it sound like if I recorded it or re-recorded it now? And so as an experiment, I'm definitely going to do that right now. I mean, I'm not saying we've all got time on our hands because even though it's quarantine or lockdown, whatever, we're all still busy. But I think now more than ever, you should, if there's something you feel like wasn't right or that tweaked a little better, I think you should take that opportunity now. Well, you, you might have a little more time on your hands than you would have, say, 10 years ago or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. as an experiment it's funny that you guys brought that up but i'm definitely going to be doing that soon right nice yeah I had, a, I had a buddy of mine who knew knew me when i in high school and he asked me just a couple of days ago he's like you ever think of like those songs that you wrote back then playing those songs and so that's that's where it's coming in my thought it's like oh man wow probably not mm-hmm. but <laughs> you know speaking of the musicians on this podcast episode and others that will be mentioned later on 
This is a little Kitchener band, just like two or three people, not called Lo-Fi Mind. More like Blow Your Mind. Yeah, that's good. All right, eat it. The brilliant combo known as Lo-Fi Mind, the song Things Aren't Like They Used To Be from the self-titled second album, available everywhere digitally. And if you're local to Kitchener and you're listening to this podcast episode and you don't know the song already, just pack up your shit and leave the room. Things Aren't Like They Used To Be by Lo-Fi Mind. Don't tell me the world's not turning. Don't tell me it's over now. Just admit that it's our world upside down. So don't tell me that the sky is falling. Don't tell me when it hits the ground. Just admit that it's our world upside down. You could argue.
think there's a fine line between cocky and confidence, right? Yeah. It's one thing to be confident and kind of know your way around writing a song or know your know what you want to hear and having a direct vision and then, you know, treating the people around you like shit yeah. because you're better than them. Now, what, how who has that worked for any, anyone ever? You know, so right. like, I don't know. I think being confident and having a direct vision might come across like to some people who, especially when you're in it and you're working and you're moving fast and, you know, you might be cutting someone off and it might come across as being an asshole. You know, I've, I've even done it while I'm recording and it's not because I'm trying to be an asshole. It's because I'm trying to get the vision across that I want to cross and I want to do it quick while it's there instead of, you know what I mean? So it's not, mm-hmm. I think that's what I mean. Like, I, I think there's a, there's a fine line between confidence and cockiness. I, I would agree. Yeah, We're here to yeah. set the record straight on that. <laughs> yeah. The important uh, thing too, is that there is a vision, I think for. for yeah. Music, having a hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Are we well, rolling I, now? I'm cool with whatever you leave in or edit out. I'm. Well, for, I, I love your show. We actually, I, Jay and I work at the same company, and all we do all day is drive. Mm-hmm. So all I do is listen to podcasts or music. And I listen to a run. I had a whole like two weeks of listening to your shows, man. Uh, I loved it. Nice. Yeah, That's I really awesome. like it. There's a similarity too like how you're interviewing some of the local artists and stuff like that. That's that it, it kind of, and I, to be honest, man, it kind of gave me ideas too. So not that I'm ripping you off, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not the first casual talk show. I'm not the first. Uh, uh, I think what I had to be cool with setting me apart was me and my awkwardness and mannerisms and my heart. And everyone's got a big heart, but like my particular heart has its own mannerisms and, and whatnot. So it I was, so, I was, show, man, that's, what's beautiful about it. It's you, you lean into the awkwardness a bit and that's, that's what I like. That's what I like <laughs> about listening to it. And well, you're never an asshole to anyone, no matter what it's, you're, you're just a good guy. Do you get, oh. do you get some a- attitude and like assholes on your show and all the time you've been doing it? No, I I'd say like the only things that I, that tasted a little bit more sour were when at a point where I or the show didn't know itself enough to know how how to say <laughs> You can just say it, dude. Like you're amongst friends. <laughs> well, like when I'm talking with you guys right now, I might even get lost in like I'm hanging out with friends and have to remember, oh, I'm doing a podcast right now. Oh, but yeah, this yeah, is what the yeah. podcast is. And so many times when you offer that to people who do, who don't know themselves well enough to be okay with just being themselves in front of a microphone with you, especially if they have the platform and their whole lives are consumed by having to sell an idea of themselves or be heard saying things, whether they actually embody them in their life or not. It's suddenly I'm not a person anymore in certain conversations I've had. I'm a billboard. Right. Put, put your poster on me. Oh, your boy. Po- <laughs> but, you know, I, I made it the Todd Donald show to say it's funny because it's a vanity name. And therefore, it's also a vanity podcast, but it's me saying, like, if you want, like, a real and solid selfless Kitchener podcast, and this especially helped when you guys started yours, there's one. These guys, Jesse and Jay, they aren't being selfish. Like, it's Kitchener Famous with Jesse and Jay, and when you listen to it, you can't help but love these guys, even if you don't already know them like I do. Mm -hmm. But it's selfishly devoted to Kitchener Waterloo, whereas I was doing, like, a Kitchener Waterloo-based show. My mistake was I also wanted the accolade. I wanted me to be appreciated. So right. at the point at the point where I named it after myself again, that's when I'm like, okay, no, what I actually want is to just talk to people 
and connect and nothing but. Well, there's nothing right. wrong with that, though, man. It's a, it's almost like we were talking about having a vision for the music. Like, the show's got to have a vision as well, right? And so the Todd Donald show, um, it's your vision, right? This is your uh, your song that we're all playing on, you know, in a sense. And so, <laughs> I, you know, I, I think there's... I think that's cool. It's beautifully put. Yeah, and for us, like, well, Jay and I can both agree. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was specifically like a Kitchener Rangers game or something. Jay and I hang out a lot outside of being podcasters together and being bandmates. Like we just like each other's company and like, like we always say we finish each other's sandwiches. That's right. <laughs> so where the, the, the name Kitchener famous kind of came from, we're sort of making fun of ourselves. We're not, we it's completely not, are. <laughs> it's not like saying, Hey, we're from Kitchener and we're famous. Although yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure people know who we are just from playing out or whatever, but this is more kind of like the bar stool, making fun of the bar stool profit. Like kid to be Kitchener famous. I'm sure, you know, w- without naming names, one specifically comes to mind, <laughs> a bar stool profit that just, you know, he's, well, there he is, Kitchener famous. And anyways, like, it's it's definitely making fun of, like, not taking ourselves too seriously. That's more the point. Like, it, And if you're taking yourself too seriously, you're doing it wrong because you're, you're going to, I don't know, you're going to yeah. end up at the bad end of a joke if you're way too serious about it. And I think Jess is spot on. We're, in a sense, making fun of ourselves. But, you know, we, ra- we rally in the rest of the Kitchener people and, and you know, and, and kind of make it a... It's a funny show, but it's an interesting show as well because we like to talk about where um, the musicians start or comedians, whoever we've got on. We we like to talk about what gave them the bug because Jesse and I both, we remember when we got the bug, you know what I mean, and stuff. And music is about progressing and being an artist is about pushing your own limits and boundaries. And so it's fun to have those conversations with people. And in a sense, as funny and kind of in jest as it is, the whole being Kitchener famous, it's also... A platform that I find that we can offer these folks these, from Kitchener to make them almost feel famous for an hour, that, you know, well, like gonna, and whether it's a joke or not, it, it's it kind of is yeah. what it is, right? That's what I was feeling like even before, and we could talk about it. There's been more than just the podcast, but Kitchener Famous also does. <laughs> I'm going to use a bougie word here, but philanthropy, for lack of a better, more yeah. homely word, I would actually use in conversation. Maybe it started off as like like that jokey thing, but would you say you agree to, if I said that I saw it as, I don't know, like a love letter to Kitchener, the scene and the people, the community, and of course, like the region, right? We love you. And mm. when we do this podcast, it's like a clubhouse. Come on and we could share, I'm going to sound hippy dippy, that love. <laughs> yeah, no, I 100% agree. Um, I think philanthropy is really based on helping, right? Jay and I, we could have our own show where we just sit there and say, hey, remember that time that we blah, 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 and we just talk about ourselves for an hour? We totally could do that because we have stories for days. But that's not what it's about. What it, what it is about is giving other people a chance to maybe talk about what they've got going on in their lives. And if they can sort of get in on Jay and I's humor, that's a bonus for sure. Yeah. For example, like, was it episode four, Jay? Paul with Shane and Stacy? Is yeah. that four or five? Yeah. I think it was four. four. So I like using that as a reference because Shane and Stacy from the Western Swing Authority came on the show and they had they had Paul Weber from the Commercial Tavern who owns the Commercial Tavern and who also plays pretty well known. And they were all three of them in the room for the first time in like a year. And we were talking and it just really, really felt like this is, I, that was a moment for me that I was like, 
this is what the show is about. We're all laughing. We're kind of grinding each other's gears a little bit, like giving it, you know, we're dishing it out and taking it. But also like these people have stories for days. What I've learned a lot about is just to listen. You don't always have to throw in the punchline, you know, like it's not about that all the time. So I've learned a lot about listening, maybe corralling the conversation to maybe if you have something to say, maybe corral the conversation that way to like get your point in that maybe you hadn't said it five minutes back or something like that. So I, I don't know. I think it's a, definitely an art. It's an art of a conversation. And I love using, I, again, I think it's episode four of our first season, but I love using that as yeah. sort of a moment in time and just saying like, this is a hundred percent what the show's about. And the show's only gotten better since we've started, if I'm being honest. Like, I think, I think we've gotten way better at what we're doing and we're 10 in now. So yeah. Nice. Well, then it's true. We're learning right as we go. Yeah. So we are getting better at it. And and again, to kind of take it back, it, it, I can say it is a bit of a selfish thing. Jesse and I, as he mentioned, we do the day job together. And so we'd kind of chatting with each other and just missing the music with this whole pandemic thing that's interrupting all of our lives. And I think... I don't know what you're talking about. What's that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think it comes back to what you brought up <laughs> earlier, Todd, in the sense of like, we started to miss seeing musicians and our buddies and, yeah. and, and people who go support live music you know whether they're musicians or not like just that scene i guess and so we started talking and you know we we're doing it you know selfishly for ourselves in the sense of like we get to kind of bring some of these folks on and chat with them and then i think that episode four jesse's talking about is a great example the john mckinley episode was another great example where yeah he yeah. said thank you for doing this guys and we get our musicians to play as well they get to do a couple tunes and so you know for four musicians not having played in six months or nine months however long it is it feels good to them and i think it comes through in their performance when we when we're recording them too so we we will be back with the pre-recorded conversation currently in progress in a moment in the meantime please enjoy this song i made on an album called i'm 5 a.m in collaboration with producer ian smith and featuring the amazing mary fivey it's called i dare you to
Listening to those early episodes, like being in the Arctic for X amount of time, like I was on the verge of tears going like, oh, I actually feel like I'm hanging out back home with friends. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That Try listening right to your podcast. Show all worth it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you know. That, and that is it. That's the part that Jesse and I bring. We we try to, like, we're just a couple buddies and, and we want whoever's on the show to be our buddies. And we're just, we joke around, you talk serious, just like we would having a pint at, at the pub or whatever, right? We, that's what we're all missing, I think, with this pandemic going on. And so... To the point of, like, we even started doing impressions of our very close friends. <laughs> we, <laughs> that's how much we miss everyone. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and like, Sometimes we have oh, conversations with our impressions of people. Oh, yeah. that's what we do. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll talk like Jack and Nick from the... I feel, I mean, like, I feel, I feel like, like we could... To go on and split hairs for like hours. <laughs> it's like I they're mean, in the room, rap, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to do the hand motion too. It's got to be. I mean, like you could like split it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't go in the shower. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like yeah. um, I started a sentence and held you guys hostage, and I lost it. But uh, how did you okay. two become the good buddies that you are now? Like, how far back does that go? You want to take it, Jay? Yeah, it's been, uh, I don't know how many years. We're at least, we're what, like 15, 10, 15? I'm not sure how long it's been that I met Jesse, yeah. but I... We did uh, narrow it down to a gig. I know that. But when yeah. that gig was, I don't... Well, that gig was the first time we played together. I think we met. Oh, we before. met before that. Yeah, okay. we met before that. Yeah. Okay. I, I think like even the bright up uh, jam halls might have been... I think really? you guys had a jam hall there, I think. We yeah. Did. So we had a jam hall in there. there. Honestly, I, I more remember Danny Droop because <laughs> the way he <laughs> How looks. Could you forget that guy? Yeah, <laughs> I, right. So, but yeah, that was you guys, I'm pretty sure. And so, yeah, oh yeah, sweet fire. We kind of knew each other, but, you know, just as passerbys. And so, but I think uh, it really all for me and Jesse started with the crazy diamonds. And that's, yeah, Jesse's idea. You, you take that because that's, that was your baby. And, everything seemed to have branched off like this big family tree from my yeah. perspective at that point. It did. It kind of, and it was so organic. It's hard to like navigate that. It was actually Jack and I, Jack Pender. We had this idea for like a, a Pink Floyd thing. To be honest, man, I had seen a band at the Sony center that we paid 80 bucks each for with my dad and his ex-wife or whatever. 
we all went down to Toronto and took to go train. And I was like, I could do way better than this. And these guys are 80 bucks ticket. Like, and I'm not even being cocky. It was just, they weren't that great. <laughs> that was my catalyst. And I was like, oh, I could put it together. A band of like friends. I've got like, I know Jay and Wendy play together. And so like, there's the backup singer element. And then remember that first practice in my, the gospel hall that I lived in. So I lived yeah. on Duke street in a gospel hall just by myself. And my living room was our, our rehearsal space and it was, it was perfect. And yeah. the first rehearsal we ran dark side of the moon front to back. That was the and first time we all played together. Like those... and it was so good. It was yeah. like, Holy shit. We all came prepared and did our homework. And it was like, cool. Like, I think we ran it without stopping. Like I, I, yeah. if my, my memory is correct. I do one, time, remember one moment, Jesse, Johnny said, like, we're all getting set up and, you know, like we're all ready to go. And Johnny Sauter on drums. He's like, it's really cool when you play with people for the first time, a configuration of people. Cause we all sort of play in different bands and we, we kind of did back then too. And we still do to this day where you, you know, a different yeah. bass player here or, or a guitar player there. But uh, he's like, it's always cool right before you play, you know, your first jam together with a new configuration. And it was just like this foresight. Cause we just, from that moment played the whole dark side of the moon and it was yeah. ridiculous. Right. Like, Well, it, it was kind of funny because what ended up happening was the first time we all hung out and played that time, I think it was 2013. So eight okay. years ago, I think it was, or it could okay. have been 2012. Anyway, so it was right around then. And I, I just left sweet fire that had stopped. And I was like, I need a new project. And that kind of came up. And so Jack and I got together and met. And at the time, Danica was coming down. Danica's Jack's partner coming down from Sudbury yeah. uh, every week to be with Jack and hang out at his place. And they didn't have a place together yet. So Jack was still living with Terry, his dad. And I just went over there with a guitar because I lived right around the corner. And we just started jamming the tunes. And Danica happened to be down. And I said, hey, well, we're going to need a backup singer. And I know or at least a couple backup singers. And I know you sing so do you just want to be a part of this and she was like oh, i never thought you'd ask so it took her off guard and then the first time we all played it was actually only wendy and danica in the room and then nick piped up and said my wife has a beautiful voice and is an amazing singer and i think it was like maybe two rehearsals later the divines were born That's out of right. that mm-hmm. out of that situation it was and so now they have their own thing and it's like like Jay said, it's just it's a big family situation. And from that came like Lo-Fi Mind and all this other stuff, man. But it was literally the launch pad for, I don't even know how many projects now, probably like five or six. Oh, multiple, man. Like you just think all the configurations, like even your uptown girls, like, yeah, yeah, true. like lots of stuff. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. It was a pretty big launch pad and a pretty big Eureka moment that, well, when you play with people you really love and care about that, you can actually call your family. Then it's it's not really an excuse to avoid practice. It's an excuse to get together and practice. And then uh-huh. that's that's what makes the band so tight. If I'm not blowing my own horn here, but that's that's what makes the whole thing so tight is because we all want to be there and we all show up prepared and we're not wasting each other's time. Well, we do sometimes, but yeah. most of the time we're showing up prepared and well, yeah, it feels good. That's a lesson for all you young musicians out there. You uh, you know, you don't go to rehearsal to learn your parts. You learn your parts before. Oh yeah, show up prepared. Show up prepared, <laughs> or else you're a dickhead. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I did have the fortune of getting to see the the Crazy Diamonds act. I believe it was at Elements Halloween yeah. 2013. Oh, cool. Mind oh, blowing nice. that show you put together. I I don't know if they were all with the fucking crazy light show and smoke and shit, but. Like oh, that yeah. was yeah they heavy. were <laughs> yeah oh, 
Yeah. yeah. I was dressed up as Spartacus, I think. <laughs> nice. I think I was Roy Orbison. I was Roy, telling Freddie. We, we, we were Pink Floyd as the, as the traveling Wilburys. It was right. so stupid. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were playing Pink Floyd music, but all dressed up as the Wilburys. Yeah. Like, that's so dumb. Uh, where else can you see that? Yeah, where yeah. else are you going to get that, right? Uh, <laughs> Sister Speaking Ontario. For those of you outside of Ontario, I'm talking with super talented musicians and we're talking about all kinds of other super talented musicians. And it, it reminds me of just how, and I mean this in the most beautiful way, how cannibalistic a world of first class musicians we have because oh, like, yeah. pe- people can play with other people. If they got their shit together, if they do their homework, if they yeah. if they take it seriously, like you can you can go see a band. If that bass player, if you don't have a bass player and you have a tight act without a bass player and you talk to them and they have the time, yeah, you, you can just approach them. And it's I'm making all these parallels between the 101 scene and the kitchen music scene. Certain elements of, I hate to overuse this word, but community that yeah. keep people wanting to play music uh, is um, important as well, all fucking, yeah. Well, no, I was just going to say, I just it's laughable every time I hear someone online or read it i'm just they're like there's no community anymore literally open your eyes like like, all you have to do is come to like one of the six or seven shows that we're all a part of just to see how many different people and how many combinations there are i don't think that's a click i think that that is a community i can proudly say and put my name on like we created our own sort of music community and we try to be as uh inclusive as possible like if someone's got an idea then on the train and let's go well so. and i think what comes along too with that that needs to get mentioned is it's not even just the musicians it's it's the folks that support yeah uh, the community that come out like you you go you know to, to a Wednesday night blues jam or, or a sunday afternoon uh jam and like yeah the regulars there's like folks there that are just there to get up and dance and have a few drinks and have a chat with like there's so many cool people like so that that helps with the community thing too, I think, and it it attracts musicians to that. I I think you know people come here from out of town and they're like, "What is going on here? This is great. We're fortunate to be able to play because we have people that actually care about the music and come out and support it." So. Mm-hmm. Sorry to interrupt, but once more we have music to play for you, and by me, I, by by we, I mean me. This one comes from a single released last year by the mighty Tay Lin. It's at the B-side to Cards, and it's a wonderful song called Changes.
take me to see He's someone else and he misses me He's got it all That's what the show's about too. It's like kind of shining light on those people that do support as well. I mean, we've talked about fans as well as players, right? Yeah. There's a really, really good thing here, or there was before the pandemic. Let's see what happens after, you know, when things open up. But I'd, I would assume the people that gave a shit before are going to give a shit more now than ever. And if not, they're going to tell a couple of their friends, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would hope that that's the way that the community can still thrive. Yeah, if we've got places to play, we'll find them though. But I got to oh, yeah. ask you, Todd, since we are from Kitchener Famous, like, have you met anybody famous? There's people that are famous to me, but. <laughs> can you do I, impressions? I, I, oh my God. I can do some, yeah. Put them put through the fucking ringer, man. Let I know, answer, right? <laughs> let them answer one question, Dave. <laughs> well, Still excuse me, Jay. Out. This is my show. Um, yeah. This is it. No. <laughs> there, there are people that have. Mm, People that I found on the podcast that are famous to me are famous, quote unquote, because I love what they do. If I was standing next to Amanda Bynes at a coffee shop, oh, that's someone that is famous. But mm-hmm. uh, since I don't give a shit about anything they've done, that's not famous to me. Yeah, but, right. but if it was someone who did something that gave me joy, I'm starstruck with gratitude in that way. Cool. I got to talk with one of the former Mouseketeers on this podcast. I watched that as a kid, so that was like fucking amazing. Um, cool. Which one? Uh, Lindsay Alley. Cool. I don't know if they're impressionable, but I used to do fuck. I used to do impressions of Dana Carvey doing impressions of people. Yeah, so, he's the best. Hear one. We got to hear one. Well, that's well, that's an amusing sensation. <laughs> I got I got a new movie coming out called. Uh, Is that Jimmy Stewart? Yeah. James yeah. Stewart. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. I love this Jimmy Stewart, man. <laughs> just look remember. at it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch it. Just look at it. I want to see Don't be afraid of it. Your it can be your friend. <laughs> I love his Jimmy Stewart, man. What, what was the. He did that run on Conan, the. Uh, the mini episodes um, yeah deep dives with dana carvey dives. oh my god man those yeah. i i still listen to those like on repeat it's still on a regular playlist he's got a I podcast do. now where all he dana does, carvey is, does it's called fantastic really? with dana carvey yeah. <gasps> oh i gotta get that oh get don't that. tell me that there goes the rest of my night yeah. and it's not even <laughs> real interviews it's like it's it's literally what you would hope it would be it's just dana oh, carvey just jerking off amazing. bits for an hour that's amazing yeah awesome. i loved um the one that he did that just just slayed me was just well, I think he starts with it was it was John and Paul 
Like yeah. John's in heaven and, and Paul's just trying to explain to him like what an well, eye Have you heard this is. new thing called Tinder, John? Yeah. <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's where they go on and they share the, the pictures of the fannies. Yeah. What the fuck's on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to do like an impression of his Schwarzenegger, but Will Sasso on 10-minute podcast would do it all the time. Today on the show, we have Jesse Weber and Jake Carrera. <laughs> as long as you say things without the consonants, you got it. Anyway. That's really good, man. That's yeah, awesome. that's good. I like that. Uh, those might be the best impressions we've had, like better than any on our show. That's great, man. I th- yeah. Oh. I sometimes think I can do walking, and I hear a lot of decent, like, hacky walkins, you know, because he's a hard one. And yeah. But there's one guy that I had on the podcast that did like a dead on, like his voice sounded like the same lungs. It was unbelievable. Anyone can do walking, you know, but there's been people wow. doing one-on-one shows about Werner Herzog, the way he talks in extremes. I am director Werner Herzog. <laughs> My skin is as cracked as a desert void of hope. I don't know. It was like... <laughs> Well, what's the data Carvey, the, the Dennis Miller, Jesse? Oh, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi, batshit crazy, okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right, man, I, I hate to do this. I got a type five. My my fucking kid is, yeah, he's in the pool and. I got to I got to get off in about five. If that's all right. Jay and I will talk about you behind your back to oh, wrap cool. it up. Dude, I love that's you. Cool. I can't wait to. Um, I can't wait to be back in Kitchener, uh, hopefully see you live. I hope the amount of uh, Kitchener venues closing does not stay higher than the rate of COVID whatever's. I can still chat for a few more minutes. I'm just, uh, I'm just probably about five more minutes. Okay. Hey, everybody. This is the Todd Donald Show debut of the brand new single by Jesse Weber. For context, it came out yesterday, June 20th. And... On the Todd Donald Show, it's getting right right in there in the second last episode. Not that this podcast is a cr- crown put or honor for anyone. But listen, I'm on the home stretch. I'm in Kitchener, where it all started, like the Bourne franchise, the Kitchener music scene being my treadstone. And I'm here to let you know Kitchener's music scene is alive and well. You don't need me to tell you that, do you? You don't. You do? Right, of course you don't. We'll be back in a few with Kitchener famous Jay Carrero and Jesse Weber. Right now, it's motherfucking Jesse Weber with a beast of a song right in time for the summer of 2021, hopefully being a summer of hope and change. It's called Brand New Day.
personally, and both of you feel this, uh, what are you most excited about if we're looking forward optimistically getting out there? Playing or, or with the podcast? All of it. For me, like with the podcast, I know there's plans for season two to, to move over to video. And I'm looking forward to that and having maybe some live video chats. I don't know. There's so many irons in the fire. I'm, I mean, I've taken the last year to really focus on, on original stuff. So musically, I can't wait to, to put some of my, my own stuff out. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not really known for that. So I can't wait for people to hear what I've been writing. Nice. June 20th, I'm, I, I should mention June 20th. I, have, I don't know if this comes out after, but I'm, I'm putting out a single on all the streaming platforms and on Bandcamp called Brand New Day. So if anyone's listening and cares, go download it or buy it. Yeah, it's going to be great. I've, I've heard some of it. Sounds awesome. Jay's on it. He's playing on it. Played some rhythm guitars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? If it comes, if this comes out on the 21st, then I can like buy it and with your permission, play it. And fuck oh, it. for sure, man. Go for it. I can already say I'm, weeks in advance that I know that I'm talking with very, very talented musicians and singers. So thanks, man. I can already speak. I can already boast that it's insane good. Uh, right on. How, <laughs> you don't need our uh, approval. <laughs> you believe it. <laughs> and what's uh, what's the, what's the best experience that you've had um, come out of you know the the kind of like bullshit slog of asking the world to listen to Kitchen of Famous. I mean, I've really loved, I mean, the, the thing about it is I love getting to know people on a more personal level. Like some of the people we've had on, like, yep, they're my acquaintance and I can, I can have a beer with them at the bar, but that's about as far as that value goes. So mm-hmm. um, I like that I've gotten to know a little bit more of their backstory and where they're from. And the hardest part so far is, yeah, you said it, man, just asking for people to pay attention for an hour that's a big ask so we try to keep it as entertaining and light as possible i mean i've got we used to have the rant rant of the bye week and <laughs> i got a little carried away because i had some pent-up anger about some bullshit we stopped doing that <laughs> and now it's a little more lighthearted and more fun you know maybe people put this on to escape from the mundane bullshit of life and so now we just kind of keep it light and fun and informative and I think that's the key. Trim the fat, so to speak. Yeah. Well, I, I came to the venue that is Kitchener Famous for the people, and I stayed because it's good, plain and simple. Oh, that's kind of you to say, Todd. Thanks, right man. On, how, how about you? What's What's been uh, – this is such an elementary question, but what's been the most rewarding um, thing that's come from – From doing the podcast? Uh, yeah, I mean, other than getting to hang out with my buddy Jesse all the time and, and- – Naturally getting to do we come up with bits and stuff and we we have good times in the uh before we start doing the the recording and stuff we'll take a night where we're doing our homework and we're chatting and we're you know game planning how the episode's gonna go with this and those are always fun nights we always get a lot of laughs and and enjoy i enjoy that um but i really i I really do enjoy kind of along what jesse was saying i really enjoy getting to know some of these folks because it's it's not just kind of the small talk at the gigs yeah uh, that always made me feel sad even like I, yeah like yeah i always felt like i was bothering people i <laughs> and I, yeah that's it right yeah people and, don't and go you, to the bar to like have a heart to heart that's kind of true todd right like that's that's you know and you kind of you respect these folks for how they play and what they play and 
and they're musicians and they're doing it too. And a lot of times you're gigging when they're gigging. So you're also missing each other, you know? So, yeah. uh, but it's, it's really fun and interesting to have a laugh with them and chat about who they met when they came to King or to Kitchener and and all those kind of things. And, and then always getting them to play a tune is always, it's always very cool. And, And we haven't mentioned it yet either, but we also try to have a, um, our weekend warrior, but an entrepreneur, um, business owner, and venue owner, a venue owner, somebody uh, owns a business. Uh, re- we've had real estate. We've had, um, yeah, just something that promotes also these venues and cause they're, they're hosting live music or they're, like I said, they're your real estate agent or they're, you know, they're, they're also contributing to Kitchener as well. Right. And so we, this whole campaign of buy local, like that's, that's really what Kitchener famous. That's what we're doing. That's what we're trying to promote is buy local, listen, local, promote local. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't said out loud, but I agree. I mean, we could talk for hours, but I, I love you guys and I want to be mindful of your time. Okay, fine. We will pick up this conversation on a patio in person. Uh, Absolutely. This week. Can't uh, wait. Thank you so much for being on my show. Um, Thanks, man. Thanks for having us. Let me know when it's posted and I'll, I'll share it. Absolutely, Todd. It was a pleasure, brother. I got to hop in the pool. There's my, my boys uh, waiting for me here. <laughs> All right. Awesome. <laughs> we don't want to see that, on, right? man. No, I appreciate kidding. that. That was lovely, man. I miss you guys. I miss you guys miss a lot. You too, man. Awesome. Take care, right? Yeesh. Right on, Todd. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show. Starring, produced, and edited by Todd Donald. The piano music in the rap is by J.P. Sunga, who you can find at jpsunga.com. The theme music is Mackie Alkino by William Chernoff. Find him at chernoff.band. And I'm Milo Axelrod, Todd's favorite bar none human voice. And I'm not bragging, he wrote this. If you'd like to hear more of my voice, check out my podcast, Describing a Rock in which I describe some rocks. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Please support The Todd Donald Show by sharing it with anyone who might enjoy it. Follow and interact with at Todd Donald Show on Twitter and Instagram. And if you feel like going the extra mile on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, and review, preferably in its favor. Have a great day, friends. Thank you.